0: Conference. This is Ross Foreman. Before we welcome Santana and Ortiz from LAX, just a reminder that this Impact Media teleconference live stream is presented by Pluto TV. Watch over 100 channels of movies, news, sports, and more, completely free on any streaming device. Download the app. Pluto TV is free TV. And with that, uh, let me open up the lines, and we're going to welcome in Santana and Ortiz.
1: LAX, welcome to the media teleconference. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? What's up, world?
0: Well, guys, how's it going for you? Coming off of uh, Slammiversary and a, a couple days of tapings up in Toronto. Uh, talk to us about uh, what went down with you
2: guys up there. Well, I mean, it was it was a hell of an experience. Like, Slammiversary, just the energy, the crowd, uh, the atmosphere it was it was amazing it was it, it, it makes it's what we strive for as performers and
1: being able to put it in front of a crowd like that was surreal yeah man and and, and not only that but everyone I feel like everyone came to work and everyone was uh, had had the mentality of all right we're all coming to work and we're all coming to put on the best show that we can put on and and I mean slam I feel like was was uh impact wrestling's coming out as far as like this is us this is something brand new it's fresh and here you are is, let's 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 give it to you you know what i mean so um it was definitely a a, a dope experience and every match you know was was top of the line and uh, even at the tapings everything you know the the entire few days were, it was just a great experience and everyone was uh ready, willing, and able
0: to, to come to work and, and put out their best, so, yeah. Well, guys, before we open up to media questions, uh, let's just cut right to it. You and uh, the OGs, certainly there is no love loss there. Talk about that, and then, of course, we're back in Toronto, Rebel Entertainment Complex, August 12 and 13. I'm sure there will be uh, uh,
1: some more bitter, bitter feelings with the four of you guys. Well, yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, like you said, there's no love loss and, and us and the OGs, we we have a pretty lengthy history and, and you know, coming from the same territory and, and them, you know, mentoring us coming up and, and stuff like that. I mean, you know, these matches that we're having and, and this whole story is something that stems way back and, uh, you know, it isn't the first time that we've taken each other to the limit and it, we're just going to continue doing so. Uh, Yeah, and and we
2: wrestled uh, the OGs back on the indie circuit. And how fitting is it to now have this rivalry with them later on before uh, us joining LAX was even a a thought in anyone's (laughs) mind. And fast forward two or three years later, and now we're feuding with them on one of the biggest stages that you can. And it's it's awesome. And, uh, I mean, uh, there's definitely uh, hard feelings, and there's a lot of emotion behind it. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome. It just makes awesome
0: TV, awesome, awesome wrestling. righty, guys, well with that, we will open up for media questions. Media we ask, as always, uh, if you wanna get in the queue, star six, please identify yourself and your media outlet and please limit it to one question and one question alone for Santana and Ortiz. And if you have it specific for one of the two of them, uh, please identify who it's to, otherwise we'll assume it's a general question. Q&A
1: session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. Hey guys, Morgan Richards here from Radio Carleth. How's it going? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Uh, so I want to ask you guys, of course, that sound anniversary
2: we saw you with the, speed, the OGs, the original AAX, homiciding Hernandez, and a grudging street fight. Even though this is really a bit of rivalry, a lot of people saw this as a kind of passing of the torch moment. Do you think that match really established yourselves as
1: fighting tag team champions now and that new generation of LAX? A hundred percent. It was definitely one of those things where it was uh, passing of the torch. And, and um, you know, uh, of course, they knew that we were hard workers and, you know, we take our craft serious and, and everything that we do. But um, this was... Uh, us, for us for us to prove to them physically um you know what we're capable of and and you know and, and stuff like that so uh yeah uh yeah i mean
2: it's just uh, they know they know that we we're, we're we're the ones to take uh the of lax and just that that moniker but uh just being able to prove it with, prove it to them in the ring and definitely uh it definitely was uh, uh, something to cement in their in their minds that uh, we're ready to take this and, and take it to another level. We're going to take what they did and and try to elevate it to a whole another level and take it internationally and, and just blow
1: it up. And we, And I feel like we you know, we have and we've been on the the, the right course of, of doing so. I mean, you know this, this LAX thing is, is something much bigger. To us is something much bigger than just wrestling and, and you know and what we're doing. It's 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 empowerment. It's Latino empowerment and and it's empowerment for our people. So, you know, just like like what he said, just elevating it to the to the to the max. Very you guys. Thanks,
0: Good evening, both. This is Adam from uh, the Impact Lounge and B2 Wrestling. Uh, first of all, uh, love the stuff that you're doing at the moment, and some of the feuds you've been in uh, over the
1: last year have been fantastic. But my question is, is going forward, you obviously got the young bucks, but are you going to be making it to the UK for uh, the WrestleMediaCon, Media Con, and, and who
2: do you want to face on the UK scene?
1: Well, we're we're definitely excited to be heading over to the UK. Um, it is going to be our first time going over to the UK, and and past uh, couple of years the UK has been a boom in pro wrestling and there's so many talented guys out there and and, um, yeah just just seeing and witnessing the come up of everyone and and the the unlimited talent that's over there Um, you know honestly there's no one specifically at least me personally I feel like we're ready willing and able to to get in there with anyone and and, uh, throw down you know what I mean because we know everyone is ready to, to go. Honestly, we just want to
2: wrestle everyone, as cliche as it sounds. We just want to wrestle everyone we can possibly wrestle, because every time we step in there with a uh, different talent from a different background, we get better as performers. And just anybody you got, throw it at us. Uh, Like uh, Santana was saying, the U.K. has been a goal of ours since we set out in wrestling. Uh, And to to finally be able to do it and to be doing it for Impact and uh, being representatives of Impact over there, I mean... What more can we ask for? Fantastic. Hi, this is Ian Carey from EtsyScoops.com. This is just for both of you. When the original LAX stable uh, first formed and got going, you guys were both teenagers. Uh, I'm wondering if the original table was uh, something you guys uh,
1: enjoyed watching when you were uh, coming up and uh, if that kind of plays into um, your satisfaction with the angle now 100% we uh you know we like we were uh we were saying it when we were doing the interviews for impact uh LEX has been something that we we watched since when we were kids you know what i mean and, and the fact that there was two latinos out there um not like playing a gimmick but being them and being proud of who they are and what they represent and uh, putting their 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 everything into what they were doing was something that we admired and respected, even as as teens. And and to see how everything played out, and to see where we are now, and, and the whole feud and everything, is pretty uh, is pretty surreal. It's a pretty uh, cool thing. Um, I never would have thought when I was you know 14, 15 years old that when I was watching them on TV, I never would have thought, hey, I'm gonna be at uh, a anniversary 16. Uh, wrestling the original LAX and putting on one of the best matches in, in Impact history, so it was definitely uh, a cool experience. I, lo- I love how highly he thinks of, of us. It's so great. <laughs> but
2: uh, As I said, I love how highly you think is the best match. Yeah, I love the confidence. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just to go over what Santana was saying like uh just growing up in the game like watching indie wrestling uh my background is different from santana's as far as being a wrestling fan so when i got into wrestling it was like that early 2000s boom and the homicide was definitely one of those dudes that was just killing it on the indies doing early ring of honor up until him getting signed to tna impact and just just watching his growth as a performer and just like uh, just watching that and just like, oh man, this is this is a dude where we came from, and he's killing it. He's having these insane matches with these people, and then putting them together with Hernandez. And Hernandez is just a truck, and I, I know it firsthand. He he just he's like a big gorilla, man. He just hits you, and it's like, oh. and it, it, it's just awesome. And then with the mouthpiece of Conan, and it's just it, it was pure magic. And just watching that, and then being a part of it is yeah. But uh, to go back to your question, honestly, I never thought I, I would be a part of it. Uh, LAX in any way until the opportunity arrives. And now uh, we can't ask for a better position. And we just are carrying the ball and we're going to take it to the moon. Great. Okay. Well,
1: thanks so much, guys.
2: Thank Cheers. you.
0: Guys, we'll follow that up with a question that uh, came in from Scott Sims, who'd like to know, when so many quote-unquote new incarnations of tag teams have failed, why do you think LAX has been so successful?
2: Uh, I would say because it's us. It, it's who we are as a person. We're not being put in a position uh, to play a role, to play a character uh, that we cannot relate to. It's, it's who
1: we are. More that's so than it. I Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, as far as the whole LAX, um, persona and all that stuff, you know, it's pretty much an extension of who I was growing up and and what I've had to go through and experience. And, um, um, yeah, it wasn't a cakewalk growing up and, you know, I've had a lot of experiences where, where things could have gone really bad for me. And, and thankfully I, uh, I, I made the right choices and here I am today. But, um, yeah, like like Ortiz was saying, this isn't a gimmick. This isn't something that we uh put into play a role or anything. And, and what more can you ask for? Two authentic dudes coming in and taking the reins for something, and uh, you know, taking it to the moon and and being legit and being authentic with it. Like, there's nothing fake about Ortiz and I and what we do and and how we came up and and all that. So. And luckily, we, we were ready to, to
2: to swim when we were thrown into the deep end. Uh, we had the experience on the Indies as a tag team. We really we, we strive for it, like I just just trying to get booked as a tag team on the Indies can be so hard because you got to pay for two flights, you got to pay two separate fees. So, I just that grind and driving twelve hours and whatever, and, and it all built up to when we finally got the call. We were ready to go. And it just worked out, and like, timing was everything. It was it was maybe uh, 80% preparation, like 50% preparation being able to do it, and 50% luck.
0: Hey, guys, this is Paul Voron from Two-Faced Wrestling Talk. Uh, you kind of touched on it at the beginning of the teleconference, but I want to get your thoughts on uh, just how much pride you guys take and being such a large part of a pay-per-view that was so critically acclaimed.
1: Uh, it was. It was def- Yeah, man. Like um, you know, everything that we put together as far as this, um, this feud and and everything. It's 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 been something great. And the fact that uh, that all of us have put in you know our everything into making this work and pretty much putting out a ghetto soap opera as we like to call it. And, um, and yeah, and, and thankfully Impact has had the confidence in us to, to put this together and, and make it legit and make it something huge. And, um, you know, they put us in that position and uh, we delivered and we've been delivering so,
2: yeah.
1: I, I couldn't say better myself. Hey, uh, this is Riju from SportsKira in India. How are you guys doing? Hey, how are you? Good man. Tired of the uh, So, let uh, Fantastic. Uh, let's talk <laughs> about your match against the Young Bucks uh, on the Jericho cruise. How much does this match mean to you? Yeah, you can start it, Ortiz. You want me to start it? Um, yeah. We've, uh, we've set out
2: goals for ourselves throughout our career. And uh, just wrestling each and every tag team that's a legitimate tag team. We've wrestled the Briscoes over in Germany. We've wrestled all the mostly all the old school New York city tag team guys, and it just built up. And there's not many teams for us left to wrestle. And the Young Bucks have always been up there for us, of course. They're one goal like right now and that's gonna take us to the next level. And we, we know wrestling them is, is gonna put us in that spotlight. ready to go yeah and and uh,
1: you know like honestly is I it's, it's, so many people have wanted this match to happen years ago and I'm so glad that it didn't and I'm, I'm really glad that it's happening now where uh, you know the both both teams are at the top of their their game and, and we're you know putting out some of the And the fact that it's happening on, on Jericho's cruise is something amazing. You know, Jericho is one of our favorite wrestlers of all time, and he's done it all, and he's one of those uh, pro wrestling journeymen. And uh, the fact that, um, you know, he's, he's willing to really make this happen and have everyone come together, and, yeah, it's, it's truly something special to us, man. Thank you, and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you.
0: We'll follow that up with a question from Cornelius Conley. What does it feel like to be tag team champs without belts?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, we're still tag team champs. Put it that way. Belts, yeah, belts, I mean, people, belts, we're still tag team champs. Three times at that.
2: Yeah. We, 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 as, as much as uh, we very... Much are going to get our titles back, our belts back. You best believe. Uh, we don't. We don't need the physical titles to be champions. Everyone knows who's the champs. Hi guys, this is Nick Hausman from WrestleZone.com. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat today. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Hey uh, man. Yes, uh, good. To, good to chat with you guys. I uh, I was wondering. Um, you know, there's a lot of fresh blood in the company right now a lot of fresh blood in the ring and backstage who are you finding yourself gravitating to most backstage right now for advice and uh for ideas for the show
1: oh man as as far as backstage there's, there's so many uh so many people that you know have have been um have offered such great advice, and and you know people that have been there, a part of the company since you know the start. Uh, especially guys like uh, Abyss, and um, you know uh, Sanjay, and uh, you know who else? You know Gail Kim. Uh, so many people, man. Like it, it's it's. I feel like Impact Wrestling right now. As far as backstage, is is that it's best because everyone is, is willing to uh, teach, and also everyone is willing to learn, and I think that's that's the best thing ever. And um and you know what Ortiz and I, we've always prided ourselves, um as as far as like being able to to we want to learn from everyone, you know, we want advice from everyone. Where we've never been the type to uh, shoot anyone down, and and you know. Like oh I don't I don't need advice from this person or that person. Like we're always striving to get better. We're always striving to learn from from people that that have made it and that have made a name for themselves and and done done a lot. And why why wouldn't we? You know what I mean? Yeah. To kind of reiterate what uh, Santana
2: just said. Uh, just everyone. Uh, Sanjay Dutt has played a big role in the, the LAX uh, storyline, uh, how's it been going so far. Like, his ideas, his love for, like, hip-hop, and just, like, uh, just his vision. And then it's just a collective effort. Everybody, and, of course, Conan, uh, uh, Homicide, even before he did this turn. Like, just so many mentors back there. Tommy Dreamer has multiple times pulled us to side and has given us advice that we've instantly changed the next match, and it just... We get it like once we do it we see the change and we're like oh 100% we get it and we love it like those those little things those little nuances that sometimes you overlook when you're uh, you're going out there and you get caught up in the moment and how important those little nuances can be just to add it that much more and uh yeah uh, like he said uh, Abyss, Tommy Dreamer, Sanjay, Scott Damore, Don Callis just everybody just just even to go up to them for like two seconds and they're just like, oh, that was great, but maybe try this, and it's dope. Uh, everyone, the backstage is, is one of the best that I've been at so far, and we've traveled all over, and uh, it's just cool, there's no walking in eight shows, everybody's cool and everybody's willing to work. Cool, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. thank you. We'll just take a question here from Lady Tuca, who'd like to know,
1: who are your wrestling idols? You want to go, Richie? What was that? Say that again. Who are your wrestling, wrestling idols? Wrestling idols? Uh, well, my my favorite wrestler of all time is Bret the Hitman Hart, and of course, you know uh, Eddie Guerrero and uh, the Chris Benoit. There, there's a few, but my my idol idol, I have to say, Bret Hart. He was the one who, who got me into wrestling.
2: Uh, yeah for me, definitely of course Eddie Guerrero, uh, my number one of all time will always be, always be uh, Christopher Daniels uh, just his smoothness and his work in the ring like just flawless and the fact that he's still going and still putting on like five star matches at his age and he's just like he's a vampire. <laughs> he just keeps going. Uh, but yeah, I, and I just, I could go off on a tangent and start naming a bunch of people, Tentacle Bashi, Masawa. I'm more of a Japanese wrestling, uh, uh, fan. And that's kind of what brought me into the world and made me want to be a wrestler. Takama Noku, Dick Togo, stuff like that. I love early nineties, Michinoku pro. Hey
1: guys, this is Jeff from High Spot Podcast and dot com. Let's go on, man. First of all, I just want to say it was great to see you guys wrestle in the Bronx a few weeks back. Uh, and my question is, since you guys are the current Impact
2: Tag Team Champions, you guys have you know tore the house down at Slammiversary, You're going to be in the
1: Jericho Cruise. You're going to be in you are going to be in New York for Bound for Glory and all this stuff. Would you say this is probably the best year for you guys in your in your young careers? Without yeah, 100 percent, man. Like, uh, you know, every year for the past, I'd say for the past, you know, four years or so, every year has topped the last, and and that's that's great. We all, everyone wants progression. You know what I mean? And um, thankfully that we've been putting in the work to to constantly progress year after year. But this is definitely, definitely a huge year for us in our careers, and um, you know, and we're excited for it, and we're we're excited to and the year strong and just to look back and, and see everything that we've accomplished and, and things like that. Uh, yeah, uh,
2: definitely the best year by far. And I'm sure it's only going to get better and better. Yes. Um, uh, this is Wayne Benitez, uh, wrestling, effect radio, I just want to know, um, what kind of hip-hop music y'all listen to when y'all in the gym
1: or when y'all out there chilling? Um, um, what type of um, rap artists you listen to? And also, um,
2: uh, how y'all prepare for a match like um, Young Bucks, basically, the um, um, ex- is it a very good experience working with it? Um, um, a top team like Young Bucks, basically,
1: um, all around the, New Japan and Ring of Honor thing, um, and how we all uh, approach that match coming up soon for Jericho's cruise. For the fir- for the first one, as far as hip hop, you know, str- at least for me personally, is always strictly old school hip hop, golden era. You know, the 90s was was the hottest time of hip hop, so I like, you know, a lot of Big Pun, a lot of Big E, a lot of uh, you know Wu Tang, Nas. Well, to locks, rough riders, uh, so many, so many greats. Um, right now, I've been really stuck and high into uh, Oldega fans, which is he's this uh, New York rapper. He, he's, he's been around for a little bit, and um, pretty much he's he's holding it down, especially for the Latino community in, in hip-hop and in hip hop and in general. You know what I mean? He's he to me, he's like the the new age coming of of uh, Big Pun as far as holding it down for, for our culture and, and uh, being nasty on the mic. And, um, yeah, definitely check this stuff out. Um, but, yeah, man, just home stuff strictly. Uh, yeah, for
2: the first part, uh, for me, uh, definitely. I, I, Bodega bands, I listen to a lot of uh, Wu-Tang Clan, of course. Wu-Tang Clan is just a go-to to get hype and to get in the gym uh I, I listen to i have a very eclectic taste of music in general so it kind of goes by my mood or something but uh action bronson logic um i love common uh lupe fiasco uh yeah uh kanye i love kanye even though he's he's crazy but he's still a man uh Nas, yeah but I, I could go on forever but definitely wu-tang clan wu-tang clan is my go-to when i'm the to of guys in the gym you wanna answer the second part, Richie? Go ahead, go. Uh and yeah, just preparing for the Yum Bucks just in the gym and, and just that match. Uh, uh, i I will the stand Master and a lot of squats. Just
1: trying to get that cardio up. <laughs> yeah, man, just just uh just just brushing up and, and 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 seeing how we could be different and seeing what what uh what nastiness we could bring to the match and, and we're really excited to to keep it going and like you said in the gym and, and continuing to kill it, you know.
0: We'll go to a question from Jamie Z. What is the most valuable thing
1: that Conan has taught you? Wow. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, teaches it he teaches us every time We're, you know Almost every day, you know what I mean When, you know, God damn, but So, uh The most Important piece of advice
2: Yeah, I hard. feel like
1: <laughs> Huh? I said, yeah, that's a hard one Go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you it's off It's a hard one, but me, um Especially knowing Conan's background and how he used to be and all this stuff, but and seeing how he is now and, and him mentoring us and teaching us, I feel like one of his, his most important pieces of advice were always stay humble, stay hungry, and be easy to work with. Be the person that everyone wants to work with. You know.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, to kind of reiterate a little bit on what he was saying, um, actually, uh, you actually made me think of something. Uh, no matter what uh, the office throws at you, hit it out the park. No matter what it is. Uh, even if it tell you to dress up in uh, a chicken suit and and pluck around and, and do something, you, be the best at it. No matter what it is, always hit it out the park. And if, and if, we
1: so, have, if I have a little time, like a little quick story that he would always tell us, is- like, this is going off of what Ortiz said. Um, he would always tell us about the story when Eddie Guerrero first was brought the whole gimmick to do with China and do the whole Latino eat, and it was more comedic and stuff like that. Uh, he would tell us that Eddie hated it. He, you know, Eddie always prided himself of being a serious wrestler. and He didn't want to be a joke and laughed at and, and all this stuff. But then, you know, Conan had a talk with him and, and pretty much the same thing that he tells us is no matter what they throw at you, make it gold and you make it your own and um we all know and and you know history has proven um you know he took that gimmick and and made it gold and made it his own and and he was absolutely adored for it so uh Yeah. yeah one of his greatest runs Hey guys, I'm Manuel Figueroa from Last Word on Pro Wrestling. You guys were talking about your Latin roots. And back in last summer, you guys had the best match in Puerto Rico. Are there plans of coming back or are you just one, one, one deal thing? Now, well, honestly, wrestling in Puerto Rico was one of the greatest the greatest experiences we've ever had in not just in pro wrestling, but in our lives, you know. Um, being a part of the culture and and going over there and kicking it with everyone and and, um, having the respect of of what you're putting out and what you're doing. Um, uh, We definitely don't want it to be a last-time thing. We all know, you know, the hurricane happened and and a lot of things were... The island was pretty much tossed upside down and, um, you know, everyone's still still recovering. Everyone is still recovering and and still, you know, trying to... things going so definitely when the opportunity comes and, and we definitely want to make it happen and return to the island yeah 100 uh, percent it, it was definitely
2: uh one of those uh highlights in our career so far and uh we would love to go back on a regular basis to a semi-regular basis if our uh schedule allows it uh and it's just a matter of timing uh and hopefully everything falls into place and we can meet it back sooner than later
1: Hello, guys. This is Aaron Barbel from Wrestling Inc. Thank you so much for um, doing this. Now,
0: your,
1: congratulations on your storyline with the OGs and your Slammiversary match. Now, after such a brutal encounter, where do you see an escalation from a fifty-one-fifty street fight? Honestly, there's no other place to go than legit the street fight. That's I, I mean you know knowing all of our backgrounds, we, you know we've all had to come up in some of the worst conditions in, in New York City, in some of the worst neighborhoods, and uh, you know we've all experienced some some real tough things. But uh, to me, I don't think um, as far as where this feud is is going and, and what we've done so far, I don't think a building and a ring is going to be able to contain you know what we're going to do or what we're about to do so yeah I think that's totally the next step is, is taking it to the street legitimate. I say put us in a cage <laughs>
2: 100% lock us up put us in a cage and just let us go at it and just brutalize each other I
1: want a change. thanks so much <laughs> no problem Hey guys, I'm Manuel Figueroa, back again from Last World Wrestling. Uh, before you, uh, you, you became LAX, you described your your wrestling style as laid-back, and then in, when LAX, when you guys started, you described it, uh, it was an aggressive style. Do, does that, that style has changed, or did you guys find a balance between laid-back and aggressive since uh, the, this new age in Impact Wrestling? So,
2: uh, yeah, go ahead. Right, right. All right. uh, well, for me personally, uh, just generally, like the way I like to wrestle, I'm very, I, I like to have, be a variety act. I, I like to have the strong style. I like to have the comedy. I like to do the lucha. And uh, more for Santana, he, he, the aggressive style is more where he's at, that, that hard hitting style. And I think that that, that, um, that contrast is what makes us special as a tag team for me when I first when we first got to impact I was kind of taken out out of my uh, my comfort zone uh, because like I said I, I, I'm more of a comedic uh, showsman uh, but I also like to do the hard- hitting when it when it calls for it um, so I, I needed to find my footing I feel now way more comfortable uh, doing the LA' working at it I'm still like, Watching back video and trying to tweak things and try things differently. I, I think the transition was was easier for Santana than it was for me, and I'm still learning. I'm still trying to find my footing, but I, I think I found a good balance in between. But uh, I'm working at it every day. Every time we we do indie shows and we do other shows, I'm constantly trying new things and I'm constantly trying to tweak my uh, my wrestling style. I'm uh, I'm my, my worst worst critic, and Santana
1: is too. <laughs>
0: Yeah, same thing he said. <laughs> there you go. I'll take a question here from Chris Beetle. I'd like to know, uh, out of every tag team you faced, which taught you the
2: most? Santana, but uh, just seeing uh, how the crowd reacts to someone on their level, like they're definitely on another level, the legends in the tag team game. And uh, just seeing how they they go in there and how they they react to the crowd, the little nuances, for me, definitely, that was one of the the, the teams to kind of take it to the next level. And also, I would have to throw it out there, uh, Super Smash Brothers uh, from um, Canada, wrestling that style like they they wrestled a lot of uh they did a lot of dragon gate usa and stuff like that again that goes back to what i said earlier about loving early 90s mitchin pro wrestling and then going up to c4 uh for the first time we got to do a little mini feud with them and just going in and being able to wrestle that style definitely got us a lot better at doing that like high pace uh indie style i would say
1: being shared and passed and and uh, I'm thankful and, and forever grateful to, to all four of those guys for uh, even after the match taking the time to sit with us and talk with us and, and share advice and uh, and you know stuff like that is, is forever you know appreciated and um, yeah super Smash brothers definitely a team that that helped us you know get get our style together and, and really took us to the limit as far as the style goes and and also another tag team that I'll have to say is, uh, the American wolves, man. Uh, the yeah. American wolves wrestling those dudes. Um, yeah, was just on another level and, and they taught us, the, the art of nonstop. You know what I mean? You're, you're, yeah. you're kicking a guy's ass. you ain't going to take a break from kicking that guy's ass. You're going to keep kicking that guy's ass until one, he's not moving or two, he starts to fight back. And, um, yeah and the same thing with them, you know both those guys after the match you know it was it was a grueling match. we went at it uh for for what almost thirty minutes in the main event and um you know it was total back and forth, and after the match, you know they got they sat with us and and shared their advice and and uh yeah man, forever grateful uh yeah
2: i just uh, to kind of go back on an earlier question, I forgot who asked it and then just about learning and, and getting advice uh match you maybe I, I i was still trying to fight my comedicness and then like Davey put me to the side and was just like don't do that there especially at this point of the match and like it just clicked for me like just my natural uh want and need to be like comedic and, and stuff but in certain <laughs> matches it definitely doesn't cooperate and it kind of takes away from it the atmosphere when, when you want that like that fight where where everyone's really into it and it, and it just like You're in the zone, and then when you kind of do something comedic, you kind of come out that zone and you kind of kill the momentum a little bit. That was a huge learning experience, wrestling with them.
1: Hey, uh, this is Riju from Sportsfeera again. My question is, both of you spoke about your own match at Slammiversary and it was uh, pretty fantastic. But uh, this is a question for both of you. What matches did you enjoy watching as fans of pro-wrestling? On, on Slammiversary or just in general? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, on Slammiversary. Oh. Slammiversary? Sammy uh, uh, and Pentagon was, was another, another great match that we saw, um, you know, they, like, every match delivered and every match on the, the anniversary um, had its place and they delivered what they needed to deliver. So, um, that's, a, that's a real tough question. It was, the whole show top to bottom was was amazing. Um, I got to watch it back a few days after when I got home. And, um, yeah, I, I, that's a tough question. Uh, for me, yeah, I, like, I would honestly, say, honestly,
2: For me, I would say uh, uh, the um, Phoenix, um, Johnny Impact, was a Petey, and who's it, Seidel? Ishimori. Oh, Ishimori, yeah, Ishimori, yes. That, just to go back, that, that's the style of wrestling I love, that high impact, go, 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 like, doing crazy, innovative style of wrestling. So, like, just for me as the type of wrestling fan that I, that I am, that match definitely stood out for me. Like, those are the type of matches I like to do. Those are the type of matches I like to watch that entertain me the most. Not taken away from anyone else. Like you said, Pen and Sammy was dope. Uh, no matter what we feel about Ove, like, they definitely went out there and they, they killed it. Like, and to go off of what Santana was saying, everybody killed it. Everyone put in their effort. And I'm all, I'm always hyped to see Sue Young. I just love her character. Just the big pain
1: in, the, in her facials is dope. Yeah, and then, and then not only that, but anniversary was honestly, <laughs> honestly speaking, the, the, like, one of the first pay-per-views that I actually watched, like, from beginning to end, and in a long time, and I enjoyed the entire show. Like, I, you know, usually I'll watch wrestling, and I'll skip through some things, and I'll, you know, fast, or whatever, but, um, like, I watched straight through, and I was, I was, you know, hooked straight through, and, uh. You know, it, it was it was definitely a good experience to, to go back and watch it.
0: Thank you. Hey, hey, hey Reju, before we let you go, we'll, we'll take LA outside of the equation.
1: What was your uh, favorite anniversary match? Um, probably the uh, Pentagon and Sami Callihan match. I think it is the one of the best matches I've watched this year. All righty. Thank you. Well, actually, it's a pretty good
0: segue to a question we got from Samuel Mackey. He wants to know, Is uh, are you guys, LAX, interested in mixing it up with the Lucha Brothers?
1: Actually, actually, we have twice. Uh, one time in California for far uh, wrestling and uh, one time in, uh, in Massachusetts for uh, beyond wrestling. And um, both times we, we shut it down. Like those are two dudes that are, they have one speed just like us. And it was, uh, it was great to um, be in there with those dudes. So definitely go and seek those matches out. Uh,
2: yeah, definitely. Yes, yes. We would wrestle them a hundred times. They're two of the, their talent is insane. It's, just, it's dope. It's crazy being in the ring with a talent like that. Like, they can literally wrestle themselves. You don't have to do much. And just being in there with them. Like, it takes me mentally to another level. Like, you can ask Santana, sometimes I go into matches, and I'm like, eh, all right, let's rock and roll. But with Dumb, I'm always in the zone, not taking away from any of our other opponents. It's just, you know, just I'm an old man now, so it's hard to kind of get me to, to rock and roll. But when I'm facing off against Dumb, it's just I'm in another level. I'm, I'm psyched out, and I love it. Hey guys, it's Morgan Richards from Bridge. here, everest Carter Fair again. Uh, so I just you mentioned earlier on that you really always set yourself goals throughout your career. Of course, got a very busy period coming up now, but is Are any little things in between that you kind of got your eyes on that you want to kind of get done?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, like we said, we're always striving to to get better and striving to um, elevate ourselves, not just in the ring, but in general as far as our brand and as far as individuals. Um, but honestly, um, one of our main goals is, is to head to Japan and to, uh, to mix it up with the talent over there. I mean, you know, far none, those, those are some of the greatest wrestlers in the world today. And to be able to go and, and step foot in the ring with those guys and to learn from all those guys would definitely, um, you know, be a, a, a great experience for us. And it's definitely one of our, our top goals. Heading to to Japan and, and doing all
2: that. Uh, yeah, d- definitely going to the Japan. And if I make it over there, I don't think I'm ever gonna come back. I think I'm gonna get uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out some uh, legal dispute with my contract because I don't think I'm even. I'm just never gonna come back. I'm just gonna stay there forever.
1: <laughs> In other words, I'm screwed. <laughs> Brilliant. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers.
0: Uh, One last question here from Michael Taps. would like to know, would you guys be interested in defending in an Ultimate X match, and are there any match
1: types you've never participated in that you would like to? Ultimate X was always one of our favorite matches growing up, and and, I mean, just seeing everyone's uh, innovation, I feel like every time that match was put on the card and, and the Everyone in that match always thought of, of ways to be innovative and do something different and, and stand out. So um, we would definitely, definitely be interested in, in doing a. Has there ever been a tag team Ultimate X match? You know, I'm trying to think back. I don't know. I
2: don't think so. Yeah. No, because it was mostly for the uh, title. Hey, well,
1: listen up. I think it's time to, <laughs> to, to make history again. in the first ever uh, tag team. Ultimate X if it have been, if it hasn't been done already. Um, yeah. and uh what was what was the other part? I think it was what other type of match would you want to do? Other? Oh we haven't, we haven't done we haven't done a cage match, right? We haven't done uh We haven't done a scaffold match <laughs> old that's, I think that's what we should have done with uh with the old LAX. Take it back to old school and do a scaffold match like uh yeah. like back in the day. Um uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh a strap
2: match would be dope. Like just use some like really old school uh tag team matches. I would love to do it just to, to say I've done it. Uh yeah. maybe um Ultimate X would be would be dope. It would definitely uh Challenge us, to say the least. And we love being challenged. Like, like, keep challenging us. We, we, we're trying to, we want to test ourselves as performers. So, yeah, Ultimate X would definitely be a crazy challenge for us. And,
0: uh, yeah. righty, guys. Well, before we wrap it up, I do have to ask both of you to, uh, you have to be excited, October 14th, Melrose Ballroom, right there in Queens. Your backyard, you guys got to be excited for Bound for Glory.
1: Hell yeah, Bound for Glory is coming to our home. The nastiest, the grittiest city of them all, New York City. And, uh, yeah, man, you guys are in for a treat. And um, just like Slammiversary, Impact is not going to not gonna lose the momentum of, of what we've been doing. And, uh, yeah, man, everyone is planning to give you the greatest show possible. And, and uh, yeah, we can't wait, man. Yeah, it uh, will be at home, and, and my dad can come
2: see me and, and wrestle on that stage. It's going to be dope for me, just just have my family there and like just have my dad see where I've gone because he he'd see me backyard wrestling and he just didn't get it up until this point where I'm doing it as a profession and doing it is just it's going to be awesome for me. Uh, definitely at home, uh, and not only,
1: and not man, only that, not only that to, to go off on, on what Ortiz is saying. Straight up, this is straight shooting. If it wasn't for Ortiz's dad, we would not be where we're at today. That man hundred percent. That man legitimately sponsored us. He <laughs> yeah. paid for every rental car, he gave us money, he gave he made sure that uh, you know, we, we uh got to do what we got to do and, and you know, we're forever gonna be grateful for that man. hundred percent. And just uh the pill, just getting him to see us wrestle at home on the big stages. Is- it's gonna yep.
2: be awesome, and uh, and we got a surprise, and hopefully it works out for Bound for Glory. I'm, I can't say what it is, but uh, I'm just hoping everything falls into part, uh, uh, everything falls into place, and uh, Bound for Glory is, is gonna be crazy.
1: And if it does, <laughs> get ready, Papa. Get ready.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we'll give uh, Santana the, the final word, and uh, then we'll open up for Ortiz real quickly. Santana, your final thoughts as we uh, wrap it up this week.
1: Yo, I mean, good luck to everyone for the support, and, and uh, you know, it's been an insane year, and uh, we look forward to continuing, continuing to grow and uh, harvest all the knowledge we can and, and travel the world and continue becoming one of the best tag teams in the world. And... Um, and, yeah, keep supporting, keep watching LAX, keep watching Impact Wrestling. Um, it's only going to get better. We got some of the greatest guys in the back, um, you know, putting these shows together. And, and everyone is hungry, and every like I said before, everyone is, is ready to, to put out their best. So, uh, yeah, man, and, and, and follow us on social media, at Santana LAX, on, on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, yeah.
0: Ortiz, okay, the floor is yours.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, just
2: stay tuned. That's all I can say. Uh, um, we're, we're, excited. Uh, we're motivated, honestly, like never before. I'm motivated. Like I'm, I'm year one in wrestling and you kind of get to the point where you, you've been doing this so long and you kind of get stuck in the, um, in the routine, but, uh, definitely with everything coming, it's definitely lit a little spark on the me, a little spark on the both of us. And, uh, I just can't wait. I can't, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen. Like I, I wish I could time travel and just already get to the matches already. And uh, we're just excited. We're training hard, and it's gonna be a crazy ride. And just please, just watch. Just watch the crazy lap ride. Join along with us. And uh, yeah, to uh, to to get my cheap plug in real quick, Ortiz fifty one fifty on Twitter and uh, Ortiz L A X on Instagram. It would have been the same, but someone has. Ortiz Lex on Twitter, and they won't let me
1: get it, so screw that. He really won't, he, re- Ross, Ross he, you don't understand, he really won't let this go. No. <laughs> since we, since we, we, you know, we changed our, our gimmicks on, on social media, he's been pissed off that someone has, <laughs> so
0: he always has That's to make legit. sure
1: that he tells people, yo, it's not the same because someone had it.
0: Yeah, hey, it's a social media world these days. You gotta give him a break. Jesus. It's, nah, I'm not
2: giving that person a break. Not at all. I was, I was giving you the break for uh, going oh, off on him. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. I appreciate
0: it, Ross. Thank you. It's almost up. <laughs> and, 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 and you, you
2: know, like.
0: But you know, Ortiz, we can't we can't let you go. What, what's the hair gonna be in, in ten days when we're back in uh, Toronto? Um.
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of going to start experimenting with my hair since I have so much of it.
1: <laughs> so, I, <laughs> I don't know. i I, 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 I'm just, uh, I, I
2: think so about it you He's going to have
1: one part doing one thing, one part doing another. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's going to start getting crazy. People are going to start looking at me like, what the hell is he doing? Like, yeah, I'm going I, I, I think I might do the reverse Mr. T. Uh, <laughs> maybe, um, braid the middle and just have the sides sticking out on the afro, you know what I mean? Or, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to experiment. Maybe I'll throw some color in it or not. I, I, I have no idea. Well, I'm sure it will be uh, certainly entertaining uh,
0: about 10 days up in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I can't
1: sure. wait for Ross to just chill all over you nonstop. This
0: is going to be great. All right, guys. Santana Ortiz, appreciate it very much. Media, we'll talk to you
1: next week. That was good. Thank you, Ross. Thanks, Ross. You got it.